Hey everybody, so I'm back once again for the NXT Worlds Collide recap. Now this shouldn't take too long because, like I said, I'm not covering NXT uh, really with a lot of, I guess, I don't know. Like I, like I said, I'm not covering it at this point like I'm covering WWE or even like AEW at this point. Um, just because I don't think NXT is right there. Like I said, I watched... I've watched NXT 2.0 with uh, in the last few weeks, and the cable show, you know, the show that's on every week on Tuesday nights. I mean, it's an okay show, but like I said, it's not that. I don't know. It's it it, it doesn't have the same, uh, you know, f- flash. I guess that you know Raw, SmackDown, or even Dynamite and uh, and Rampage have. So I'm. You know, I'm not covering it. And maybe it's because, you know, for a little while there, I kind of, you know, took a break from watching it. And, you know, I'm just not familiar with a lot of the storylines other than the ones that happen, you know, on the special shows or on the pay-per-views and stuff. So, I, I don't know. And like I said, I've, I'm honestly treating NXT now at this point as kind of a de- developmental, uh, uh, I guess, a developmental brand rather than anything else. So, you know... I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm trying to get more into it. And like I said, some of the stuff interests me, but not all of it. So without further ado, let's get into NXT Worlds Collide. Um, now, of course, the main thing that interests me was obviously the the kind of NXT UK kind of joining forces with NXT because NXT UK going away. Um, and on the horizon, we'll see... NXT Europe coming uh, out sometime in 2023, although they did say it's not going to be early 2023. More, It's going to be more than likely late 2023. So this was the thing that kind of interests me is to see how they would play this. Um, so we're going to do it in order of matches here. So the, the they got started pretty strong. The first match of the night was Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, pretty pretty great match. I mean, this was two high flyers, um, just, uh, tons of action in this match, high, uh, high risk maneuvers, all kinds of stuff. Uh, did have a controversial in with trick Williams kind of getting in, uh, involved a little bit, costing ricochet and Carmela Hayes retaining the, uh, the North American championship, but definitely a strong match to start the, uh, to start the night. Um, so, and I picked Carmella Hayes to retain. I didn't think they were going to bring Ricochet or uh, give Ricochet this title because I'm not sure if he's like a permanent return to NXT. I think he's just a temporary. I think he's still going to be a SmackDown staple. So I think he was just here to give Carmelo a pretty good match or or I shouldn't say pretty good. That doesn't really do it justice. It was kind of a great match. Um, and like I said, Carmella, Carmelo, <laughs> not Carmella, Carmelo uh, retained the championship. So... I got that right, so I started the night out pretty strong, one and zero, just like I did for Clash of the Castle. Um, next match was the NXT Tag Team Title Unification match for the NXT Tag Team Championships and NXT UK Championships Tag Team UK Championships between Pretty Deadly, Creed Brothers, Jensen and Briggs, and Gallus or Gallus Gallus, yeah. So two basic NXT UK teams and two NXT teams. Um, now I picked Gallus to win this uh, because I just figured maybe they were 
coming off strong, you know, being everything. But I got it kind of half right. One of the NXT UK teams did win it, but it was pretty deadly that won it. So they became the uh, uh, unified tag team championship champions after uh, Damon Kemp turned on the Creed brothers after attacking Roderick Strong in the parking lot uh, uh, earlier on in the show. Um, uh, I, I haven't really talked about this much. But they did kind of leave the breadcrumbs a little bit that Damon Kemp was behind this all along, um, just because uh, I'm 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 not going to say that I absolutely knew without a doubt. You know, I'm not going to sound arrogant about it because I I really really wasn't sure to that level. But as things started happening, you know, building up to this match, I thought you know they really aren't paying attention to Damon Kemp, and I'm thinking he could be the one that has put this all in motion, you know, turning in the Creed brothers against Roderick strong, you know, basically, you know, imploding the diamond mind, all that stuff. So I said, you know, but I still wasn't sure. I still wasn't a hundred percent sure, but I said that the signs were pointing towards it because I was like, nobody's really paying attention to him, you know? So, uh, so pretty deadly got the victory. Now they were saying the next night that, uh, you know, like, well, let me go, let me go back to the Carmelo Ricochet match. The aftermath of that was, is, uh, uh, basically, you know, uh, Ricochet had a revenge match against Trick Williams for getting involved in the match. And, uh, it was, it was a pretty good, that one was a pretty good match. Probably not as strong as the Carmelo match, but a uh, pretty strong match. And like I said, I don't think it's over between, uh, Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet because they did have a stare down after Ricochet beat Trick Williams. And the other thing that makes me think this is next week for the one anniversary, one year anniversary show of NXT 2.0. Can't believe we're already there. Um, they're going to have a vote next week where the audience, the you know the WWE universe is going to vote for who Carmelo Hayes's opponent will be for the NXT uh, North American Championship. And who do you really think the crowd is going to pick? I mean, I, it seemed like the crowd was really into the Ricochet Carmelo Hayes uh, match. Like I said, at Worlds Collide. So I can almost think that they're going to think that, you know, Ricochet deserves a second chance. So I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. All right, so now back to the tag team. Um, so Pretty Deadly, of course, won the championships at the at the tag, at, at, at Worlds Collide. And the one thing they had to deal with after in, during the Fallout episode of NXT was everybody they ran into kept saying that, you know, the reason they won the match was because of Damon Kemp. So, <laughs> so they were pretty upset about that. They said, you know, they had nothing to do with Damon Kemp doing what he did. And actually, I think Damon Kemp actually revealed later on that, you know, he didn't have anything to do with Pretty Deadly. You know, he didn't, Pretty Deadly didn't pay him to do anything. He just, he just acted on his own and everything. And from what I understand for the one year anniversary show coming up this week, um, Diamond Mind or the Creed Brothers are going to get their rematch for the tag title against Pretty Deadly. So we'll see how they end up doing, uh, on that show. Um, so at this point I'm one and one, so I didn't pick that one. Correct. Um, next, next match was the undisputed or unified women's title match for the NXT women's title and the NXT UK women's title between Mandy Rose, Mako, Mako Sentamura and Blair Davenport. I picked Blair Davenport. I thought maybe she, because she was the number one contender and she was a wild card added to this match that she might take the match. But they ended up giving it to Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose ended up unifying the titles. And um, we haven't seen her since. <laughs> she's She went on vacation. 
obviously everybody saw that photo on uh, on social media that pretty much everybody's been posting of her wearing nothing but the titles on her vacation. Uh, but it, I think she's going to be back uh, for the one, anniversary, one year anniversary show, and I'm not I can't remember if she has a match or not, but she will be back for that. Um, but um, yeah. They're they're turning Mandy Rose into quite a superstar. So uh, and you know she's pretty good in the ring. I mean she's not bad. So I, I I'm actually I was okay with this uh, victory for her, even though I didn't pick her. Um, I thought maybe they were going to give it to one of the the UK uh, ladies, but uh, ended up being Mandy Rose. So I guess they're really trying to push Mandy Rose as a star. Now there's only going to be a matter of time where they're going to take those titles off Mandy Rose or take the title because I think they're absorbing pretty much all the UK titles. And Mandy Rose is probably going back to the main roster. I'm I'm thinking she's going back to the main WWE roster in some capacity, probably with Toxic Attraction, uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane at some point, and they're going to go back. They're going to go to the main roster altogether. So we'll see what happens there. Um, so the next match was the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships between Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Uh, defeating Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop to retain the titles after Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan, and J.C. Jane interfere in the match. Um, so like I, like I was saying in my last episode, how is it all of a sudden that Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop are getting all these you know tag team title opportunities when pretty much they're the team that's pretty much been, I, I don't know, the least the least favorite team, I guess. I, I, I don't want to say they're a joke of a team because I, I think they're both ladies are pretty decent wrestlers, but I mean, I, they just, they just seem like the most unlikely duo, I guess. And they both have at this point, no disrespect to the ladies themselves, but they have ridiculous gimmicks. Like I want Nikki A.S.H. to go back to being Nikki Cross. That was her best character. I thought it was great. Nikki, the psycho. I freaking like it. I, I thought it was her best character. Uh, I, I actually enjoyed watching her wrestling under uh, her, watching her wrestle under that persona. And, Quite frankly, Dewdrop should go back to being Piper Nevin, or yeah, Piper Neva Nevin, whatever however you pronounce her last name. That she should go back to that. Um, I can't even take her. I, no, like I said, no disrespect to her, but I just can't take her serious when I have to call her Dewdrop. I can't take her serious. I, I mean, regardless of what the actual meaning is behind that name, it's it's it just in itself, it's a ridiculous name, Dewdrop. You know, like what what am I? Why am I calling a wrestler Dewdrop? That's that's just weird, right? So hopefully at some point these two are going to get a repackage. I'm praying for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying it on my episodes until it happens. I just want to see them go back to their original personas at least, at the very least. So at this point I'm two and two because I picked the Mandy Rose match wrong. Um, I did pick the I did pick uh, Katana and Caden to retain their championship. So at this point I'm at five hundred. So. Um, uh, you know, uh, now Nikki Ash and Dewdrop did get a return match against Toxic Attraction on NXT on the NXT 2.0 Fallout episode, and they ended up beating them, which is interesting. Like I thought they were trying to push Toxic Attraction to be a pretty strong team, but now they're having to lose them, lose having them lose everybody. They lose to, you know, Toxic Attraction. Toxic Attraction loses to Dewdrop and Nikki Ash on Tuesday for NXT, and then they turn around and lose to the tag. Uh, to the tag team champions on Friday night in a non, I think it was a non-title match. I don't think it was a title match. So I'm wondering what they're doing with them. And I don't know if maybe they were just having them lose just because they're not ready to call them up to the main roster. So there's no point in putting them on a hot streak or anything like that. But it just seems kind of interesting. I don't know why they would, why they would do that. 
like make them look kind of weak. You know what I mean? So, um, so basically, uh, so like I said, I'm two and two at this point. Now the last match of course was going to make me or break me. It was either going to give me a losing record or winning record, but I, I think it was pretty easy, even though, you know, no disrespect to Tyler Bate, but I don't think they have any indication, any uh, WWE hasn't, doesn't have any inclination of taking the title off Brock, uh, Braun Breaker. So, uh, they obviously made this a very decent match. It was a decent match between the two of them. Um, but Braun Breaker ended up, uh, winning, but Tyler, Tyler Bate looked pretty strong in a losing effort. Um, and like I said, Braun Breaker, uh, remains the NXT champion and obviously absorbs the NXT UK championship. Uh, what happened on the fallout breaker and Bate were, uh, well, Tyler Bate came down to the ring, said he was absolutely proud of the match. Gallus comes out and kind of, you know, puts him down for letting down NXT UK, they beat him down. Braun Breaker comes down, helps him. They end up having a match later in the uh, a match later in the night, which which Breaker and Bate win. And then JD McDonough, who actually ended up was tell you it was wrestling Braun Breaker at the last big event they had, which I'm not sh- I can't remember exactly which event that was, but he comes down and attacks Tyler Bate, and it looks like JD McDonough is probably back in the title picture. Um, you know he's that crazy guy or what he's that crazy psycho guy he reminds me of just a psychopath you know um but like i said pretty strong wrestler and we'll just have to see you know what happens there as far as how they're going to put uh put jd mcdonough back in the title picture so basically what you saw was nxt basically what you saw in worlds collide is nxt uk basically being absorbed by nxt 2.0 which, you know, I guess it had to happen because, like I said, Triple H has a different vision of now what he wants to do with Europe. Um, so we'll just have to see. Um, and, of course, like I said, NXT 2.0 has its one-year anniversary show next week. Um, now, the one match that they originally, I thought, were going to have on the Worlds Collide uh, matchup was a match between Nathan Fraser and Axiom in a best-of-three series, uh, which which was vague, which was similar to like the heritage cup, like NXT UK was doing. So, uh, but it was rescheduled, you know, Axiom made the challenge to, um, Nathan Fraser, um, which they've quit. They've used this tagline for it, for the friendly spirit of competition, right? Um, Axiom made the challenge. So they started the, the first match on the fallout episode of NXT after worlds collide, uh, Axiom, I believe one match one, uh, Axiom looks a lot like Sin Cara, if you don't know who Axiom, uh, if you don't know what Axiom looks like, um, but he looks a lot like Sin Cara, really, except he's got, obviously, a darker mask, darker ring gear, stuff like that. He looks like a darker, uh, as far as, you know, his wrestling gear, he looks like a darker Sin Cara. Sin Cara, you know, kind of wore all white, maybe light blue, stuff like that. Axiom wears kind of black, you know, very dark colors. So, um, but like I said, uh, uh, I think Axiom won match one. We're not sure when match two is going to happen. I'm assuming maybe match two will happen at the one-year anniversary show. Um, and I'm sure they're going to go to a match three. They're not going to have either Superstar win 2 nothing. So they're going to go, you know, they're going to totally put this, you know, to the maximum and stuff. So, um, but anyway, so like I said, fairly, uh, fairly short episode here just to talk about um, Worlds Collide. Like I said, I'm 
I'm still really not sold on NXT 2.0. It still doesn't give me the excitement um, that Raw and SmackDown have been giving me lately. Um, but like I said, it's getting there. Like I said, I, I still I still watch it Tuesday nights and I still tune in and everything. And, and like I said, not all of it's bad. And I mean, none of it's really bad, but it's just like the storylines don't really capture me, I guess I should say, or at least not all of them do. Um, so hopefully maybe going forward, maybe some of them will. And like I said, it'll keep getting better as we go. So anyway, without further ado, like I said, next time you talk to me, I'll be talking about my very first AEW experience and we'll talk about that. And that, that one might run kind of long because like I said, these, uh, these AEW, uh, pay-per-views are quite long and, and you'll figure that out when I do my next episode and everything. So without further ado, until we talk about that, I will talk to you guys later. <laughs>